for a try now. It's come down to Graham. Back to the middle. It's found Minichello. A long-range shot from Anastasia. He's got it! Oh, what a kick! He got a kick! And thanks very much for tuning in to the, I suppose, trailer episode for the latest production on the mid-season slump, the Irish NRL show. Anyone that's kind of listened to our work before will be probably sick of my voice at this stage. But I'm delighted to introduce, for the, the first time on the mid-season slump, the Tash. How are you, mate? You all good? Not too bad, not too bad. Not too bad. Good to, good to have you on board. Um, so kind of just to briefly run you through what we're going to do tonight and then I suppose what we're going to do kind of more long term so tonight is just a teaser episode kind of just we're having a look forward to the all-star um game at the at the weekend so obviously the Mario all-stars versus the indigenous all-stars and then kicking off in March we'll be providing I suppose a synopsis or a bit of analysis on the NRL on a weekly basis and then also obviously we are Irish so heavily involved in the domestic game here and we'll hopefully cover a bit of that as well over the summer months. So to kick us down, Tash, do you want to take us through the Maori All-Stars? Yeah, the teams were released there yesterday. So all the all the starting 13 was released yesterday. So at one, fullback, we have Will Kennedy from the Sharks. On At number two, this is the one now that kills me with the pronunciation, uh, the Hammer. So, Tabadao Fado. Just call him the hammer. <laughs> yeah, just call him the hammer, right? It's easier. Uh, on on the other wing, Adokar, so the fastest man in the NRL. On the two centres, you have Jesse Raymond and Brent Nadal from the Bulldogs. In the halves, Nico Hines and Brandon uh, Tr- Trendel from the Sharks. And then props, Andrew Fafita and Ryan James, Ruben Cotter at, at Hooker, Dave Fafita and Tyro Fanu in the seconds, and then Josh Kerr at, at Lucy. Yeah. What do you think of that as a as a as a lineup? I was just thinking there, like I was looking at the games there last year and it doesn't have the star it doesn't have that X factor that it had before, I feel. We don't have the big names that we used to have the big names. Yeah, in. obviously. Well, I suppose you've the the controversy, I suppose, surrounding Latrell in that this doesn't register as a game against his ban, but he's not allowed playing it either way. So it should be, I suppose, it counts against his match ban, or it should, or if it doesn't count against his match ban, he sh- should be allowed to play it. It's not officially recognised as he's the biggest uh, Aboriginal player they have, and he, they won't let him play. But yet he's available for the charity shield in his own club. Which is not, which exactly. is absolutely ridiculous for us. As for the neutral fan, um, and then also like maybe you throw a suggestion like Jack Whiten has featured in previous years for the Indigenous All Stars. Yeah, that's a strange one as well. Um, There's a few boys that that the clubs mustn't have got. It's a, it's strange because obviously it is the curtain raiser. There's a few trial matches maybe next weekend, maybe a few people with niggles and stuff, but it. It's always something that kind of frustrates me, I suppose, is that the Indigenous All-Stars isn't, game isn't given the attention it needs because it's, I suppose, it's a huge tribute to Aboriginal and Maori culture. Um, like the pre-match, the Indigenous war dance versus the 
the hackers obviously it's a colossal spectacle I suppose so yeah you're right there just three players there that I want to mention before you go and do the the Maris. so what I'm really looking forward is to see Nico in the, in the halves like full season like full pre-season there training with the with the Sharks just see what he brings to it and especially it'll make it a lot easier with his club mate is in beside him as well like so you'll be able to see what shape he's running and how he works that shape like so it'll be really interesting in that like what do you think of that yeah absolutely I agree it's it's going to be interesting how the Sharks use him this year like obviously another man on your list William Kennedy He's yeah, kinda, like the spine as well, like yeah, yeah. So like to see what way they link up in the backs, like see what way like out the back maybe. Uh, another fella really looking forward to see is Dave Feeder. Like the man can do anything on the pitch that he wants. He's an absolute unit, and from the Instagram uh, pictures that the the Titans are releasing, he looks like he's out to get bigger. Yeah. yeah, he's just an absolute bear of a man. Like now, what I heard there that he was. He started most of his games from the bench, or he came off the bench last year. Like so, he's really pushing for a starting role, like to to really cement that he can play like the eighty or the sixty minutes from the start. Like so, be really interested to see what intent he comes out with. Mm. Yeah, big year for David Fafita after that huge contract move to the Gold Coast. Um, arguably about Sean last year too, as well, I suppose, by clubmate. Well, any time he came on now, he just made an absolute... <laughs> there was no one tackling him, like... There's just a highlight reel from coming off the bench now last year was ridiculous, like... And then the last person I have is a bit of a... An unknown to me, but Shaq Mitchell, Latrell's brother... Is, is he included in the, the squad? Is he, he is, actually, yeah, he's, he's 20th man. Yeah, he's lost... I think something 30 like kg, like 55, kg. I think, from the start. So he was 175 kg yeah. down to 120. Like, hasn't played an NRL, see, hasn't played an NRL game, but like, I think he's with Souths. Yeah. So, like, pushing this year, like, with the with the weight loss and all that. So it'll be interesting to see if he, how many minutes he gets or what way he's used off the bench. Like, and he ripped it up in the New South Wales Cup with uh, Latrell when he was kind of coming through as well. Like, it was. He's, he's 25, he's, he's isn't he? What, what's Latrell? I wonder. Off the top of my head, I don't. I'd say he's a little bit older, but that's only because yeah. he's been around for so long. But he did burst onto the scene exceptionally young, like so. It'd be interesting to just see what minutes he gets. Hopefully, he gets a bit like with the brother not there. Like it'd be great to see him out there. Like yeah, oh yeah. Well, yeah. Hopefully, he gets included in the squad. I suppose yeah. Um, so, fair. That's my three anyway. Fair. Um, I'll quickly run through the the Mary side as well. So. Obviously, I'm a biased Canberra fan, so King Rap, King Raps at fullback, uh, Morgan Harper, and Patrick Herbert either wing, Dylan Walker, Remus Smith in the centre, Channel Harris Tavita, and Cody Nicarima uh, at halves. Forwards, we obviously have uh, Joey Depine playing prop, Aaron Clark, James Fisher Harris, arguably the best prop in the NRL last year, uh, Kenny Bromwich, Brighton Nicora, and Jazz Tavanga. Um, inter- interchange bench then obviously of Isan Masters Royce Hunt Tio Robati and Kevin Proctor so a bit of experience in the interchange there with Kevin Proctor obviously not starting Isan Masters is a bit of a journeyman but look he can come and then obviously Robati and Hunt are maybe unproven in the NRL but they, they have shown kind of I suppose glimpses Um 
the key for me is probably how that halves battle goes. Like obviously both teammates, the Warriors. Um, I think the Murray's edges in the four pack, but I think the absolute pace of the Indigenous backline is kind of an interesting dynamic to the game. I think it's fair to say that. Yeah, it's it's all how they release them, like how to use them. Because yeah. with the Marys, I think, I think I, collectively they're they seem a bit more put together. Like, but what what the Indigenous has is blistering pace, like blistering pace and talent. Um, yeah, just guns like all over the pitch. Like you, you probably shades the halves and the Marys and the four pack. Remus Smith, like he's brilliant at Melbourne. He was okay at Canterbury. Um, Dylan Walker burst onto the scene uh, at Souths and has kind of become a bit of a he's a bit hit and miss with Manly and stuff. So it, it's an interest. It's, it's an interesting matchup. Let's put it that way. Um, I have to say, Harris Tafita now is one of my favorites. He's just great to watch on great the defensive watch. side. Like he put mm. the cheese there. One of the games just on his hole, blindsided him completely. Like and a six isn't supposed to do that. Like. <laughs> no, no, but he can. He can. He, he he's a big can. boy, like big, big, yeah, big baba. Um, and then I suppose the reserves and them could come in. So apologies for butching it in advance. So mm-hmm. Takupa, How Tapu, Cody Nicarima's brother Jaden. I actually don't think he's he's signed with Melbourne, isn't he? Yeah, he's. He, but I think he's out in kind of Queensland Cup or whatever. Um, oh, right, and yeah, yeah. we're now Greg. So, I'm willing to be proven wrong on um, Jaden Nicorima. So, I suppose to follow you in, players to watch the fish first and foremost. He is probably the best prop at the moment in the game. Um, maybe it's not one for the neutral, it's probably one for more of the purists. He's, I just think he's exceptional. Um, man loves contact. Man loves contact and wins contact like yeah. consistently. So, yeah. Um, similar to what you said uh, Harris Davida oh, he's, he's one to, to easily watch it would I think it's maybe not one to watch but I think how Harper and Herbert track on the wings could go a long way to deciding this game if they can defend kind of adequately then potentially they can snuff them out but that pace if they're out of position it's a it's a landslide for the indigenous all-stars they don't need to win the battle up front with the pace they have in the hammer and the fox I feel like and Jordan's going to have a busy day at the back there yeah and Jordan's not a great fullback as I will attest he kind of <laughs> stepped in when Jansen <laughs> yeah god I love his effort but uh, defensively he's been a liability say when um, Charles and Cock Clock Clockstar was out um, so yeah um, he could have a busy day of running under the posts and chasing the kickoff. <laughs> that could be it or, or getting them grubbers like yeah. just repeat sets the whole game like. repeat sets all day um, yeah so look I think just to kind of anyone that's tuning in that's maybe not aware that game is on at 10 past 9 uh, Saturday morning 
it's an exceptional weekend of sport it's a great way to kick off that weekend of sport with obviously support and other activities going on um, Combank Stadium in Sydney I'd say it's on Sky Sports as well but if you have it watch NRL or if you're into the uh, illegal streams I'm sure you'll find it there too as well we keep so, that under the, but we keep that under wraps um, so who are you going for I'm probably going to give it to the Mary All-Stars and that probably could win that pack battle and then I prefer to have partnership so I think I go with Indigenous by 16 points to 8 I think the last two uh, All-Star games have been have been low scoring games I think the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. That I can remember, yeah. So I think it's going to be tight until 60 minutes and they might get a, a try to pull away. But I'm going with the Indigenous. And I'll say Adokar to score the winner. Okay. Fair. I'll give you that. Um, if I had to put a score on it, I would think... Because a few of these games have been kind of dead rubbers and someone's kind of bursted open with 20 minutes to go. Be interesting. I don't know off the top of my head. Do you know? Are they doing quarters again this year, or are they going to just play? I think it's. Halves? I think it's full. Yeah, I think it's it's halves now. It's gone back to two halves, halves. I think. Halves yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna go a more of a stifler affair. I'm gonna go ten six. Oh, Mary All Stars, an absolute bruiser. <laughs> yeah, just straight up the guts. Absolute bruiser. You can tell what back fences. You can tell what position I play. Um, <laughs> yeah, not to go past like, the wings. Keep it in the middle. Yeah, well, look. Look, in addition, obviously, I suppose, just to, to touch on it, it's not just the men that are playing, the women are all throughout. It's a kind of a brilliant celebration of both cultures, both Aboriginal and Indigenous, uh, play Aboriginal and Maori. Um, and look, there's been plenty of highlights on social media over the weekend, so make sure you check it out. And if you're not even a sports fan, the war dances to begin the game are spine tingling like easily put um, I hear that there's a, there's a push for the Australian national team to have the war dance before their games now so that could be interesting to see what way that goes so yeah. wonder, wonder when does like that the all blacks like with the, when, with the hacker like so when do we push for Irish river dance before a game we have our own little uh, Michael Flatley. We know who he is, like so. He could give us a few tips. Fair. That's 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 very fair. Um, so I suppose the next part of tonight's show, I think, do you want to introduce it? Just kind of. Kind yeah. Of well, I think going forward, like we're going to pick a few categories, like to look at, like player player watches and stuff like that. And this week, I've gone to like second year syndrome, so rookies that that broke out last year. And I picked four players just to, to, to look at uh, coming up to this season. Like they're going to be from what the from what happened last year, a few games, four, five, six, seven, eight games. Like, but I think they're all going to be starters or there thereabouts. Like, so you'll see them numbers go up. But it's just to see if they have it. Like, you know that way. Mm, yeah, fair. 
So, so what, what names so, you picked out? I'm supposed to be debating. So I picked Reese Walsh, Jaden Campbell, uh, Sevu Kobo, Kobo. Sorry for the for the bad pronunciation, and Xavier Savage. So they're all back, like they're they're wingers and and fullbacks. But they all had breakout years last year, coming from rookies leg. So I just go through a few stats here for you, so you can listen up. So Reese Walsh, he, he's nineteen years old, eighty-eight kg. 177 centimeters. Last year he played 16 games, five wins, 11 losses. Uh, scored nine tries and was brought into the the Maroon setup at the end of the year. So he's sort of like a playmaker at the back with exceptional pace, like and vision to um, to put the wingers away, like. Uh, so, I don't know if you, you you've looked at him much last year. Yeah, look, he he, he has that X factor too, um, and he's a good looking fucker as well, huh? Yeah, look on top of all that, um, and it, it suppose it spoke volumes last year that Roger Tuivasa-Shek was prepared to to go on the wing for this bloke. I know it was his final year in league, um, but he was still willing. To move out to the wing to let this fella play fullback. To give him a chance, yeah. It speaks volumes. He knew what he had before he left, like as well. So he yeah. took over the team, like. Yeah. Uh, rumor has it though that if New Zealand relocate back to New Zealand, I think he's looking for a move back to Queensland. So you can might see the Dolphins or the Cowboys. I can't see him go back to the Broncos. The way that they left, as soon as he got a chance to get out of there, he he bounced like. Yeah. But uh, I think Dolphins and Cowboys arguably they're in a much better position though. That's the yeah, true that. Like, yeah, it's. I think Kevy's putting on some so his own way up there. Like, so, but I just can't see him. I'd say Dolphins or Cowboys maybe might be a landing strip for him. Uh, next person on the list, Jaden Campbell, son of Preston Campbell, who was an absolute baller. Uh, Twenty-two years old, eighty kg, one hundred eighty-three centimeters. Played seven games, won one, lost six, scored five tries. Uh, was brought into the team to cover AJ Brimson and uh, kept his uh, kept his uh, starting berth when uh, AJ came back. Uh, he's like a he looks skinny, but he's a oh, solid he skinny. in defence. <laughs> yeah, oh, like he, he's a whippet like of you. But I remember a hit of uh, was it Nico Hines when they played Melbourne like, and he absolutely folded. I'd say Nico remembers it as well like, but he folded him like. So that was like a real intent moment like. When that moments to stick out that he's able for this uh, grade, like I think AJ is moving into the halves, so uh, you definitely see Jaden like starting on that fullback, and just with his pace and footwork, like coming into the line, and his ability to extend the play with a grubber, like you often see him attack the line and then kick it on, like so he always has that little bit about him that you just have to sit back and go, oh, where's this fella going, like so it makes defense defenses think, like. Yeah, he's an he's an absolute backyard footballer. Um, it's all instinct. The issue or like the fear I'd have from is that that's coached out of him. Um, do you know what I mean? Depending on the structure, the Titans are going to look to play. Yeah, if he it doesn't needs work that, every yeah. time. Like they're gonna they're gonna try and, and force his hand like yeah. to to buy into the structure like. And and arguably, what stood to Preston. I don't think Preston would have had the impact if he came through now with how structured the game has got but when Preston burst onto the seams it was it was the same time as as what's the name Marshall and all them boys that the space was there like 
put him yeah. on last 40 minutes like run at, at, at props that are tired like yeah. in the middles like and just step 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 like but we'll see how he goes Luke. yeah exciting prospect on the same though oh big thing right uh, Sevu Cobo so Broncos 19 years old 99 kg 190 centimeters played 7 games last year won 2 lost 5 scored 2 tries uh, played center and fullback he's a big rangy player like so the comparisons to Latrell and Inglis are going to come to him like he clocked the second fastest speed in the NRL last year behind Adokar at 36.1 kilometers an hour which is impressive and Quite likely to play fullback for the Broncos it'd be nice to see him linking up with Reynolds like, and see how, how he can get on with that like and that's that's the thing like if if Reynolds is a success and by extension the Broncos are, an ex- are a success this year then Cabo could have a big year but if it's more of say what we saw over the first three quarters of last season mm. he can get lost very easily yeah 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 like at the back end of the year like they were coming on like which he probably played his best football like he played I think he played nearly every round at the end I think he played six games in a row like mm. so he wasn't too bad but like at the beginning of the year like it was it was a sham yeah uh, it'd be interesting to see um, Jordan uh, oh Stags come back as well like to see yeah. what side he links up like he can make holes for that young fella inside him like and that would be scary like is Katoni he he's gone from he's injured I think or he got pulled from the All-Stars okay, so, but which he, I thought it would have been his first uh, first game back like but he's obviously not a million miles away from full fitness if he was included no, in the initial squad I think it's all good yeah he was included in the in the squad at the first and then I think he got pulled so he might have just put, he might have just twinged something or something like that Um. And then the last one is uh, Xavier Savage for the Raiders. Uh, 19 years old, 90 kg, 184 centimeters, played three games, two wins, one loss, and scored one try. His debut came as a bit of a, a mistake with the new uh, well. with the new interchange rules. Yeah. So he was put on for uh, HIA, and, and Ricky Stewart thought that Jack Bird got simbined, but he didn't. So he thought it was a free exchange, like so he was put on there. So it, the first game, I don't think really counted. They got fine, uh, five grand, <laughs> and it wasn't a great start, but uh, he enjoyed it. And uh, the next game, I think he played the Sea uh, Sea Eagles. Didn't really stand out, but the last game he played Sharks. was against the Sharks, I think. Yeah. And he scored one try, set up another try, made nine tackle breaks in the game, which is ridiculous. And he just proved that he's well able to do it. An AC a shoulder injury stopped the season, but with uh, Nico, as you said, is coming back this year. Supposedly, he might be going into the centres, which will open a berth for for Savage at the back. Yeah. So we'll have to see on that. Like. Yeah, it's. Uh, I I think though, from what I read, he's he's not back till later in the season. So it like he could. He impressed me against the Sharks anyway and put that much. Um, I watched it live and... Well, nine, nine bits for anyone is ridiculous, like... Yeah, but the the it's the change of direction. He, yeah, like, well, he doesn't decrease a, speed. His his real thing is athletics, isn't it? He came from a left background. Yeah. Like he, he won the 100, 200 and long jump in the junior Australian championships 
and ran a, a 10.9 in 100 metres like which is ridiculous like yeah no he's he's a he's an athlete first and foremost maybe a footballer second but we don't need him to be a footballer um, we just need him to run the ball and it's just that yeah, change yeah. direction he has which is rare enough for someone who comes from a like background to just have um, it's usually a multi-sport athletes as in multi-field sport athletes that have that natural change direction but he he can go he seems to have it yeah the footwork is very impressive yeah right? yeah, yeah so and anyone that can rock your calf shoes <laughs> with your small socks is I'm a fan it's a look it's a look, it's a look and, like, and the mullet as well and the uh, mullet yeah like yeah. it's a combo some people say majestic like but you know I'll leave it up to you yeah yeah well hopefully it goes well this year because I could do with a bit of a bounce back season from the Raiders um, for my uh Mental well being. You're in for a hard year, I feel. Yeah, I forget that. Anyway, um fair. Yeah, no, that that's a I suppose a good intro into kind of I suppose what we're about. We'll be we'll be back um first week of March with a season preview in advance of round one. And then it'll just be weekly reviews and previews as well as a look to the domestic game and that kicks off usually around May. Um yeah. so uh yeah, I suppose that's all for me. That's all for me. Thanks for listening and make sure to follow the podcast wherever you find your podcasts. It'll be available everywhere and give us a follow mid season slump on Instagram. Good night. And good luck. Points all. Played to Kiri. Fears down the left. Short pass Mitchell. Beautiful pass to Tupo. In-